Hello, hunters, and welcome to another episode of the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast. I'm Matt Acevedo, and as always, I'm here with my co-host... Christian Hughes. Oh, and this time, on the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast, you're probably wondering... Wait, are you doing the Dragon Ball Z announcer voice? Oh, no. Is that what... Uh, no. <laughs> uh, maybe. It took me a second to figure out what you were trying to do. <laughs> And this is the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast. Christian, what's this podcast about? Uh, this is a show where we take a bunch of different characters from all over the fictional spectrum. You have it. You got it. We got Tootsie Pop characters. We got your favorite comic books. We got your favorite Pokemon. We got your favorite video games. We got your favorite everything from old hmm. school to new school. It's here in the bucket. Everybody's splashing around in that pool, having a good time, but we're going to pick out the best ones. Yeah, I think so. And today, guys, we are season two, if you, if you haven't figured it out, we're on season two, division three, sorry, season two, division one, episode three, yes. round three. Yeah. Now and, that we have that extra moniker of season two, it's like, all right, we're in the second season, first division, third match. We're also the ultimate number crunchers, so heck that's yeah. a fun fact about us. Guys, today we have a really great matchup for you. A lot of killers in this one, and a lot of killer characters. Um, so, let's go ahead and jump into our first round. Oh, everyone here has taken a life. That's very, very true. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah, this is going to be great. No, we had to add a kill count or something. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Guys, first off, in round one, we got Jason Bourne from the Bourne series, Versus the king of all, the prince of all saints. Correct. Excuse me. Uh, Vegeta. Heir to the throne. Heir to the throne of King Vegeta. Uh, followed by Wesley Crusher from Star Trek Next Gen versus Ahsoka Tano from Star Wars The Clone Wars series. I just want to point out, so we're this first match is Vegeta versus Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne is at such a disadvantage because he's the only one here that is not a space. He's just a, he's just a human on Earth. Yeah, he's just a dude. Like, you know, I mean, to be fair, he's a super soldier. Yeah. But he is a human. Yeah. Whereas none of the, like, Wesley Crusher is a human, but he's like a super genius spacefaring, like, future human. Yeah. Jason yeah. Bourne, you know, is going up against corrupt governments. Yeah. And that's really cool. Oh, it's super cool. Those movies are wild. They are wild. And here's what I'll say about them is I feel like they were out of time. Where it was something new that we hadn't seen. It was one of the first of its kind, I think. Dude. Yeah. Like, but now I feel like so much of that filming style and combat is feels like old hat, right? Yeah. It's like even Bond ended up like taking uh, absolutely with, like, Casino Royale, um, like like fast cuts, like a lot of like really like punchy sounds for everything. Um, Matt Damon does a great job. It is it's a book and it's a uh, movie series, mm -hmm. you know. So it's both. Um, Jason Bourne. Is actually just the alias for the character David Webb. It is. That's his. That's his real name. Uh, he is a force reconnaissance marine captain. Mm -hmm. So he essentially is a character that gets burned. You know, like he fails a mission or he gets set up from a plot, uh, and it just feels like he's in this never-ending battle with the government to like let the truth be known about where he came from and all the other assassins that are around the world. Because they, like, I feel like had they not, like, turned on him or set him up or screwed him over, he would have just kept being there, like, Patsy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, a little, it feels a little, like, it reminds me a little bit of Sydney, A little bit. Of oh, Liz, she, he is a bit of a, a Sydney Bristow yeah. character. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. He's a great super soldier. Um, A little bit more lethal. 
Yes, definitely more lethal. I never saw the Renner ones. Uh, I, I think... Renner 1. The Renner 1, excuse me, yeah. Yes, because there's a reason they went back to Jason Bourne after his. Yeah. Oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> that's a bummer. Sorry, Hawkeye. Um, It gets weird. They're like, oh, they we're going to alter your DNA to make you a better super... It's wild. What? Yeah. They like that's make crazy. little Captain America characters. That's that's pretty funny. Um, but what's, what's cool about Jason Bourne, though, is that they, they're all... Look, the guy can go... He can go incognito. You know what I mean? Yeah. He knows how to stay off I mean, the that map. first movie is amazing. And it's it's a all about him. Movie. Yeah. Like, everything he does. He's got his go bag. He's got that bucket. Yeah. thing is sweet. Yeah, man. And he's a, he's a dude. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He's a highly trained man. Exactly. Exactly. But speaking of highly trained, on the other hand, we have the Prince of All Saints, Vegeta. Mm. Yes. Tell me about Vegeta. So, Vegeta, let me tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. Vegeta way better than Goku. I know we're not comparing the two, but I think you had to you had to compare the two when you. Well, talk not about from it. power levels. That's not true. No, that it. I'm sorry. Are you not caught up with Dragon Ball Super? Okay, spoilers the, for Dragon Ball Super. The, uh, dude, uh, like a lot of the stuff that happens to Vegeta and what when Goku like actually like beats someone, it's usually coincidental or or like someone helps him or something. Except for Dragon Ball Super. Right when he goes. So to, now. Where he does the he always gets that, past he, Vegeta, but even that he he couldn't like who uh, Goku? Yeah, name one time Vegeta was actually stronger than him. Oh, so many times. When dude in Dragon Ball Z? Okay, early when, Dragon Ball Z. That's it. Uh, and even Superman, every time, anytime they would spar with each other, uh-huh. Vegeta always wins in a one-on-one spar. Hmm. He usually comes out. On top I feel of like a that's never spar. true. I feel like Goku's always letting them have the upper hand because he's learning their styles and then growing from it. Because like he rarely, it's like remember when he fights Boo and he wins, he's just like, okay, I'm actually just gonna go full strength now. Like at the end, yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, I've been holding back this whole time. Like everyone's been dying. Uh, I'll just go full strength now. It's like he always like I just because Go- he's an, an idiot doesn't mean he's not stronger than vegeta he might have like here's what the difference though is uh where you know which goku, by the way i like vegeta better than goku i'm i'm just not here to say he's strong goku may be able to exert his power level further but like we've we have seen that in the fight with against beerus for example that vegeta didn't need to go super saiyan to spar with beerus you know or super saiyan uh, god he didn't need to uh-huh. go super saiyan god he didn't need to get that until later he chose not to get that get that uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? But Vegeta uh, never went Ultra Instinct. He, he not yet. He hasn't. He hasn't been able to. Only Goku has. Yeah. Which well, here's the difference between Goku and Vegeta uh-huh. is that the Goku's re- more reckless. Vegeta's more uh, mil- military upbringing. Right. He, he was trained from the you know from uh, King Vegeta's army. He was literally br- brought into royalty. He is an actual prince. He marries Bulma, who uh-huh. is this. A billionaire so he's genius 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 billionaire uh and a babe you know what i mean he's like marries oh, yeah. and like vegeta is is a family man he is what? a family man eh. dude vegeta's a family man eh. he puts on the tough act but he cares so much about his family you yeah. see that a lot in super too event like everyone it, he knocks trunks out that's but, like, <laughs> trunks, but that's that's like that's him training his son yeah i, I understand yeah I understand. But he cares a lot about his family. I Goku understand he does. doesn't care. But Vegeta hasn't got Ultra Instinct. That's all I'm saying. It's just a fact. Yeah. Well, you know, well here's the, <laughs> this is why like, Goku's so bad, because Goku, Goku's like an alcoholic, but for power. All right. So Vegeta's a family man. He comes from a long line of Saiyans. He comes from royalty. He is a military. He's, he's got an impressive sheet. And he's, he's one of the, like, 
It's and a, he's arguably one of the most powerful person, people in the universe. He's another person who is, uh, you know, he is a person who went was a super bad guy who went super good guy. Right. Which is complicated because he's very bad. Yeah. Very bad. Yeah. Like very, very bad. So, but we're not here to apologize for bad guys. We're not. So it does make him an interesting character. He, he turns a leaf. I have complaints about Vegeta, but let's... Let's compare these characters. Yeah, for a well, minute. they're both, I think, military trained, right? They're both classically trained. Uh, they both, I think, get the job first to act. Vegeta always jumps in, and so does Jason Bourne. They're first to act. You know, they're very on top of that when they need to take action. You know, Vegeta is the more original of the two characters. If we're going to get into originality, right? Yes, iconicness, originality, um, even cultural relevancy. Jason Bourne was a worldwide phenomenon, but not in the way that Dragon Ball Z has been. Yeah. And so, like, I feel like Vegeta was able to, in terms of impact, like Vegeta got a ton of people who don't watch anime and yeah. still probably don't watch anime to watch anime. Yeah, it's, he, he's got a clean sweep in everything, even in, in, in fighting. It, is there anything that you think Jason Bourne outclasses Vegeta in? Ah, uh, it's like probably, I would probably say he knows how to use a, a gun. Better. Yeah, I would say that Jason Bourne actually has more emotional range. Even though yeah. he's like a very locked down character, um, his whole like, I feel like the conflict he goes through is is more dire than Vegeta's. Even though the stakes are so much higher for Vegeta, it is an anime and it's a cartoon, and so right. as like important as it all is, it never feels like as real to me as the stuff with Jason Bourne does. Yeah, so that, like it, it just feels more important when I watch Jason Bourne than if you watch an episode of Dragon Ball Z, say. Um, but like in just about every other aspect, I think like. This is this is I feel like this is almost a sweep between these two characters. I think like so I almost too. don't like I feel bad, but I don't want to waste a lot of time talking about these two because I think the next two characters we have are gonna be are hard. both really good. And either one of them will put up a really good fight against Vegeta, and I want to save more time for that. I think Vegeta is just a way better character than Jason. Absolutely, like more interesting. I agree. Original. I think there's character. a lot of problems with Vegeta, and I'd rather talk about those when we have a more interesting character to compare him to. I agree. So sorry, Jason Bourne. Kakarot. Kakarot! <laughs> Big bang away. attack! Uh, got it, gun! <laughs> ah! I'm the Prince of Saiyans! That's pretty good, dude. <laughs> That's a good Chris Sabat voice. Dang. Uh, so Vegeta will level up to Super Saiyan 2 uh, and go on to the next round. Next up, we got... Wesley Crusher and Ahsoka Tano. Now, everyone's going to hate me for this. I'm not a Star Trek guy. That's not that okay. I don't like it. Not it's that okay. I don't like it. I just never got into it. So I don't really know. I, all I know is that it's Will Whedon and he was a kid. Fun fact. When you finish Lost, next watch Star Trek Next Gen. If okay. you like Lost, you'll like Star Trek Next Gen. Guys, Lost is so good. Did you know the island gives? The island. And, oh, God. The island gives and the island and takes, takes, Matt. It needs something in return. Oh, God. Anyways. so The good. Lord of Light demands. <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, this is now. This is also gonna be Matt's updates as he watches Lost along with <laughs> <laughs> and the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast. But anyways, we have these characters. Tell me about Wesley Crusher. So Wesley Crusher is someone that a lot of people are familiar with if they watch The Big Bang Theory. Don't watch The Big Bang Theory. Well, so I watched the first. It's three played seasons. by Will Sorry. Wheaton, and on The Big Bang Theory, they talk, especially like early in the series. When they meet Will Wheaton, like he basically becomes like a friend of the main characters on that show, and he's on it all the time. Is it meta where like he's playing himself? He's playing himself, and oh, like they funny. love him like from being on Star Trek, but they also hate him because Wesley Crusher is actually a famously like hated by the fandom character. Who I think people like 
embrace these days and the way that people are starting to come around on Hayden Christensen, Charger Banks, and so on. Um, people found him very annoying. He was a child on the Enterprise, and people hated that. People hated the whole concept around it. But here's the thing. He's got a very complicated relationship. He's super intelligent. Even though he actually fails his first entrance exam to the Academy, um, there's this whole episode where they befriend this sort of futuristic humanoid alien who has mastery over space and time. Like, he can just Whoa. move through space and time. What? That sounds rad. And he, like, he meets Wesley, and he talks to Picard, and he basically tells him, like, he's like... When Wesley gets older, he's going to be more important than anyone on this ship. He's like, because they talk about like how fast the engines and Star Trek can go. And he's like, Wesley's going to be the one that like changes it. Like, like the future, which is like, they haven't really done much or any canon beyond next gen. That's about as far into the canon. Like they don't go much farther than that. I've always wanted to know what that next story would have been because it sounds like forget inter like, because in Star Trek, it's all like within the same galaxy like that seems like it like they're leaving galaxies and stuff like traveling inter-universe uh it's incredible what they set up for this kid also he's a really complicated relationship with picard because his dad was on a ship that uh during a mission picard made a call and it forced his dad to die so he has a really complicated relationship also because his mom beverly crusher has sort of a relationship with william Riker, who is like first mate okay. sort of become like when Picard's not there he's the stand-in he's commanding often yeah uh, so there's he's the, the she's on the ship she's the doctor she's super important super smart this kid's like a super genius he's actually saved the day on multiple occasions aboard the Enterprise uh overcome aliens and other intruders and invasive uh technologies and viruses etc very cool character spacefaring super genius another spacefaring super genius who also has uh, spoiler warning. Okay, yeah, we're getting into major spoilers here. I feel bad for telling you this because you haven't watched Rebels, and I've been telling you to no, watch. No, I haven't watched Rebels. You have not seen the final. I'm not season in the final of- season yet. I gotta finish the final season. <sighs> I just, I just kind of came out and I didn't know about it, and I was like, oh crap, I gotta watch that. No, I know, but I don't know if I can talk about Ahsoka Tana without. I give spoiling. you my permission to do it because I'm not one who really cares about spoilers. So like, Ahsoka Tana travels it. through time. Oh what? Wars no, Rebels. what? What? Star Wars Rebels introduces time travel. What? What? There's there's a force there's like a force bridge. Wow, oh there my are these gosh. like force portals. And Ezra unlock it's like what the Emperor's been looking for because if he can travel through time, then like he can achieve immortality. He could he could control the galaxy throughout time. He can go and manipulate things. And he Ahsoka was last seen after a fight with Darth Maul and then fighting Darth Vader, getting trapped on Darth Mir in like the former Sith palace. Yeah. She, she gets like trapped. I believe that was, it could have been in one of the other planets. There's so many in the EU. My brain is escaping me going off the top of my noodle here. Regardless, no one knew what happened to her. And then Ezra opens up a portal and pulls her out through time. Oh like my years oh had my passed God. at this point in the canon. Oh my God. This and, is this and, is pretty and crazy. And saves her, and he and Ezra like basically do battle with like the Emperor in this room, and then they end up sealing it off, like supposedly for good. But there is essentially this power, this like this force bridge that connects space and time, like where there's portals. It's inc- it's absolutely unbelievable and incredible what happens on the series. You need to go watch it. It's a bit of a spoiler. Like it's actually kind of a massive spoiler. It's but a, that's not just a bit of a spoiler. That's that it, is huge. Seeing it is totally different than than just hearing this oh, information. I, I mean, yeah, like I said, I, I don't I'm mind leaving spoilers. out some major stuff here. I don't mind spoilers, um, but that's that literally 
I, 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 you could have told me anything else. There's never been time travel in Star Wars. That literally <laughs> just blew my mind. Yes. Uh, it, it was, it was, which is why I've told so many people, like, listen, the final season of Star Wars Rebels is so important. The final season of Star Wars Rebels is so important to Star Wars canon. You got to watch it. Now, her story ends. Yeah. Like, she, she's, like, Ezra wants to change something because, like, someone died and he wants to go save them. And, like, he's battling with, like, whether or not to use this power. And it's clear, like, this is a power that shouldn't be wielded. <laughs> um, it's more of, like, a Darth, dark side power, clearly. Yeah. Because it's just you shouldn't be changing. Like, you know, there's the will of the universe, right? And um, she is able to save Ezra and keep him from doing this. But in doing so, she actually is like, I have to, like you can't say like i have to return so she returns and she's like i'll come back for you like come find me so she like she could have saved herself and come and join the fight but she knew that like this shouldn't be manipulated and used like this and then by the end of the series ezra goes missing like this that and the other and you see them in the far future it takes place all after return of the sith uh like return of the jedi revenge of the sith all that stuff so like the war is over and you see old ahsoka show up and she's going to meet up with um Sabine and they're gonna go look for Ezra and like she started out as Anakin's Padawan yeah she gets betrayed by the Jedi yep she is one of like look I talked about how amazing Sabine was and she lost if there's a character better than Sabine from like original outside of movie Star Wars content it yeah. is Ahsoka Tano look, in fact already, she's my favorite Jedi I already liked Ahsoka before I saw the last season you know what I mean like like she is an incredible character man it's unbelievable Oh man, it's, how do we compare awesome. these characters? Look, I don't. Here's the, and this is so. This is where I'm going with it. Is Wesley, and this is why I had to drop that spoiler now because you'd be like, because, well, like "Oh, I want to drop right. that. I want to drop that spoiler when we go up against." Well, there are Vegeta. two big spoilers, basically. But the reason I I said it now is the biggest comparison I have between the two is Wesley ha- is this really interesting, super smart character that has this promise of these incredible feats and in dealing with space and time manipulation. It's like, Oh, there's, he's going to have this story, but they never actually act on it. You never see it. So it's like, they put it out there and they're like, this will be a part of this character, but leave it to your imagination. But with Ahsoka, you actually, they do the work and the character has that journey. And yeah, because she actually it. fulfills the promise of the storyline, Wesley's supposed to have, she has to win. Yeah. Like, again, this is yeah. a second sweep in a row, but I don't know, like she will beat him in every other facet. Yeah. I, I don't know, honestly don't know Wesley that much, but I do know Ahsoka and I do know that she is one of my favorite characters in Star Wars, uh, even after, before I heard that big spoiler. Um, we haven't had two sweeps in one episode, I don't think. Yeah. I don't think we've had a double sweep, but I feel like this well, is a double Well, the winds are active sweep. and it's really dusty, dude. We gotta get this, <laughs> Yeah, we gotta sweep this floor up. <laughs> you know? And Thanos just came through and snapped half these characters out. <laughs> you see that? Perfect balance. You know? <laughs> um, I, I, I can't say anything else about Wesley, dude. I actually like him. I'm yeah, like one yeah. of the few people that are like, I, I specifically put him in this because I think he's a really cool character, but if you put him up against character like Ahsoka, which when you're listing these characters and putting them all together, you're not thinking about them next to each other. So in a vacuum, I'm like, oh, he's a great character. He comes in here. But when I compare him to someone else who just so happens who have also dealt with a, a, a facet that makes Wesley cool in the first place, it's like he just loses. He, he's not a better character. Yeah. And a lot of people think he's annoying. Well, it looks like the force wasn't strong with this one. Uh, <laughs> Earl Grey, not hot. Set phasers to done. These are getting worse every episode. I don't really know Star Trek, so <laughs> that's where that's what we get. 
<laughs> they are getting worse every episode. Ensign, engage. There we go. Ah. <laughs> so Ahsoka's going to go on and face off in her final round, Vegeta versus Ahsoka Tano. Now, before we tough. get into all the stuff that is this amazing, Ahsoka's an amazing character, but mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. a lot that I think Vegeta, that we have to, we like, like I, there's a reason why people like Vegeta okay, a lot. Let's do this. Let's each say our favorite moment of each character or facet. Just like give, give me a favorite thing. One uh, thing for Vegeta. You get one. So now multiple. I'll do the same. Wow. What, what, what my favorite? F- what pick my your favorite, favorite thing. It's either moment or facet of Vegeta. We'll each pick like one and then we can do the same for Ahsoka. <sighs> okay. Man, there's so many things I could say about Vegeta. Christian, why do you do this? <laughs> <laughs> well, cause I think, I think it's important to really like try and figure out what, what like the keystone, what, you know, what's that like most important part of these characters. Vegeta always Vegeta. So what I like about Vegeta a lot, yeah. why I like him more than Goku. Um, part of Forget why, Goku. Stop comparing I know, I'm him not, to Goku. But, but I think I have to for this, for this reason is that, uh, is that uh, Vegeta, all of his moves are, Everything that he's done, all of his strength, all of his attacks, they're all original. They're all his creation. Uh, if you look at someone like Goku, they're all handed down to him. He's copying other people's moves from Master Roshi and stuff. Uh, Vegeta is constantly trying to make himself well, better. You don't think he learned some of those things from his dad? His dad didn't no. teach him no, any no, no, of no. his he moves? Doesn't. He doesn't. Interesting. Yeah, his dad never even went Super Saiyan. No, I understand, but where did he get like Big Bang Attack from? He figured it out. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We know this for a fact. I'm gonna triple check that. But I am I like just, 90% I just, positive. Part of me thinks that's just a part of canon that's not been explored upon. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> Vegeta, dude, all of his all of his stuffs are original. No okay. one else does right. that. Okay. Does that stuff? Isn't that most people except for Goku? Not true. Uh, a lot of other people have learned oh, it they, through martial yeah. arts and stuff yeah. like that. But Vegeta's highly trained. He's highly trained in combat, but yeah. not when it comes to like attacks, like okay. original attacks. So what I'm saying is Vegeta is trying to make is is he's trying to be the ultimate version of himself. Okay, that's I fair. I really like that about him. Okay. So strong sense of identity. Yeah. Okay. Um I'll say you know you know what I usually like about Vegeta? What's that? Is that he doesn't like to screw around. He likes to defeat the enemy. Like a lot of the mistakes that happen in shows like I Dragon totally Ball agree. and a lot of things is like, oh, we're just going to stop the enemy, but they don't get rid of them. And the problem is like, you know, they're just going to come back stronger. If and, you don't. and Vegeta is like, no, he's the we're only just... one of the, of the Z warriors that was like, we need to put this guy yeah. down. Now, the problem is he doesn't always do that. And we'll get to that. There's one of my com- I have a couple of complaints. With him, but when he he does it more than anyone else on in that series, and it's a sorely needed thing. Yeah. Like people need to. When you're going against mass murderers, you need to get rid of them. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's just, it is what it is. I don't personally believe in the death penalty, but if someone's blowing up planets, we probably should get rid of them. <laughs> you know, just, yeah. just saying. Yeah. Just okay. saying. Just saying. Ooh, saying. I'm a saying too. I'm a saying. Um, wow. We're <laughs> Our pun game on this show is great. So that's what we like about Vegeta. Yeah. Now, uh, what do we like about you know, one of my favorite things about Ahsoka mm. is she is one of the few Jedi who really challenged the Order. Dude, that's literally what I was going to say. I mean, she gets, that's literally what I was going to yeah. say. She basically gets set up and thrown out of the Jedi Order, but she yeah. she doesn't 
turn evil for it because she also like challenges them on like their beliefs yeah. and their own naivete yeah but she stays pure like exactly. she stays good whereas so many other people take everything personally and then they just turn to the like instead she's like no i believe in the things they taught me but i'm able to see through like a lot of the garbage that these people are shoveling yeah and it's a little uh it's like that's exact dude you read my mind you know, she's uh, like she's you know that's that was the problem with the jedi yes is that you know they they were so radical in their own ways and that's the i mean that's what star wars is about it's about yeah. balance yes and there's too much of like you know what i mean like she is like the ideal jedi yes exactly yeah. now Ooh, that's a good that's my a good favorite point. moment of hers if i had to pick like a specific thing she does she's actually like one of the first people to start the rebellion and she yes, is Christian. she is the codename fulcrum Yes. In, in Rebels, which is like really cool. Like she's the yeah. one that's like leading part of the rebellion. <laughs> um so I like her a lot for that reason. Here, um oof, trying to think about like complaints. Okay. For these characters. Well, actually no, because that's not we don't need to dunk. We don't need to yeah. Uh, I think they're so already If we're gonna dunk, I we should do it in the comparison's sake. Um I'm gonna tell you right now, I would trust Ahsoka with anything over vegeta which is okay which she's is so much more se- well it's because she's more selfless yeah right like vegeta vegeta's like biggest flaw is probably his selfishness yeah his sense of identity is wrapped up in himself yeah so even though he is a family man yeah uh and he's done things even to sacrifice himself to protect his family he's also gotten in the way of protecting them like the whole majin saga which actually right. causes like the death of his family like and it causes him needing to sacrifice himself right. to, to right feel, that wrong i feel like that was the final change of yeah. him like that was the last of old vegeta was the majin buu saga like after that he really wasn't a bad guy anymore and he finally yeah. like after he saw how he hurt his family like in in none of super is he that selfish anymore yeah exactly uh, in fact he actually has to be dragged by goku to like train and continue to fight and stuff yeah um because he's always with his family while correct. goku suffers the other the opposite end of that correct so i i think it's actually cool that he's grown but but, the but you can't day, disregard how much damage he's done the damage and and, and yeah he, he started yeah. off as like a mass murderer but it's uh, that makes him an interesting character though at least um, it does, and I think I think the only problem with it, from like whether it's a good character or not, not as like a good guy, is that he's made a change. But then, like every now and then, it feels like they, like it feels like sometimes, even though he has such a strong sense of identity, he is a product of the story that they need, and the story that they need doesn't like they don't the motivations don't make sense. Like, is at that point in the Majin Buu saga, yeah. there's nothing about Vegeta that should have caused him to do that. To turn to bad purposely. Yeah. yeah. And then to like purposely like force Buu to come out like do all those things. There's nothing about him that should have caused that to happen. He should have been a good person at that point. He's always about like fi- let's finish the fight. Let's just be done with this. Let's not screw around. Let's finish the fight. Let's just be done with this. And so I feel like like that's one of the points where like, oh, he's like a little bit of a He's still a bit of like, he's, yeah. We're just gonna make him an antagonist again, and it's like he is such a strong sense of character that it shows like the the edges are still frayed on him, right? It's not it's not perfect. Like he's not, which no character is. But um, well, I think this is like, a, a, I mean, there's, there's a lot of this kind of problem in the Dragon Ball universe, right? You know what I mean? Like, but it, it, it he he runs the line sometimes of being more of a product of his environment than a his own like character. Nazi mindset for for a minute, you yeah. Know what I mean? like, which again, I don't have a problem with bad guys. I don't either, because they're interesting characters. Yes, but in terms of I, 
it sucks. It's hard talking about with Vegeta like this. Yeah. Because here, because at the end of the day, the, I know so many other bad guys that have a more complex and more interesting backstory than Vegeta. Mm. You know? Yeah, I. Could, I don't think. I th- I th- I'm thinking about like Avatar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and you compare. Think about Anakin Skywalker. Right. Right. Like, yeah. You know, you don't really with Anakin. You see why he like took out the younglings and stuff like that. Yeah, with I don't Vegeta, know if you do. That's like my biggest complaint with that whole story. That like feels like such a honestly. And okay, so here's here's my problem with Vegeta. This is you gave me a crystallizing moment. Yeah. Here. Whenever there's a character that does something that doesn't feel earned, and it's like a bet, it's like a whenever a character makes a dark turn that's unearned. Yeah. I always call that like a Vegeta moment or a Vegeta character moment. Oh my God. Because. That's like the biggest problem with his characters whenever they need someone in Dragon Ball to like turn. It's always Vegeta. Like he's always going to be like there are points where maybe they, you would worry about Piccolo being that guy. But that's so long ago. Who that's can even so remember? Dragon Ball. Yeah. Not Z. But but it also feels unearned is the problem. So it's not like, oh, the character's making a dark turn. It's like, oh, the character's making a dark turn for the story, not because the character would do that. I, I, that's, I agree. That's the biggest problem with him. Whereas I, agree. I don't feel like there's ever a moment with Ahsoka that feels that way. No, I think Ahsoka's arc is incredibly natural. Um, and she she goes like it's it, she reminds me of like, I don't know when you're when you're growing up and you're taught these things and then like say your parents, I'm not saying my parents were bad or anything, I'm not, or like they, they did this, but you know, like you realize when you grow up, like, oh, maybe this wasn't the right way to do things. She's the person who naturally, que- like she questions the order of things. Uh, and I, and like, it just, it doesn't feel forced. And, you know, I think she just grows so well. And like, not, yeah. it's not like yeah. quick. It's like a natural yeah. steady growth. I think if Vegeta, I think, had not done another bad act, yeah. Like if he hadn't made some of those like dumb mistakes, which like just feel so forced. Yeah. Then he'd be a stronger character and I'd have a lot more trouble siding against him here and siding with Ahsoka. But because they do make so many poor writing decisions for him, like having him be this bad, this really bad guy who becomes like a really good guy. But then they're like, well, maybe he's still bad. It's like it just weakens him as a character in the overall story so much. And it's like with Ahsoka... I'm always wanting more. Like, I'm like, yeah. give me more of the character. But they're like, well, this character wouldn't be in this situation and she wouldn't do X, Y, and Z. So she's just not a part of this story. Like, she's only part of the story when it makes sense for her character. So Vegeta, it's like, well, we're going to use him however we want. And it's to his detriment. And I think I think Vegeta, as a product of his universe, is a weaker character than Ahsoka. Yeah, I'm with you on that, which is really hard to say. But I would say he beat Ahsoka in a fight, Ahsoka though. is just... I think she's one of the greatest characters ever made. I think she is one of the best Star Wars characters. Absolutely. I agree. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Um, I agree. Wow. With that. I think we have a clear winner. We do. I just want to say, just real quick, let's. I mean, let's let's just like look at a couple other spa- spaces. Okay. I mean, really, we just overall, I think cohesiveness and who is a a more fleshed out character. Like Ahsoka is just a more consistent person. Yeah. With a with although the character isn't as obsessed with like her identity and lineage as Vegeta is. Um, she is consistent with who she is, even as she grows and changes. Whereas that's, that's Vegeta's problem. He's not, but okay. Vegeta would actually win in a fight. Jedi's wouldn't oh. be able to beat a Saiyan in a fight because they can't do laser blasts. Uh, they're actually key blasts. Okay. And they're come from the energy within your chi. So they're key. Yeah. But <laughs> Piccolo definitely has a laser blast. 
Oh yeah, he does. <laughs> because Piccolo has the yeah. In a fight, Vegeta would easily win, easily. Um, easily. yeah, right. Yeah, like super easy. Yeah, but that, does that make it? I don't think that makes him. No, I just I feel like he's he would win a fight. Um, I was gonna say I don't think I'd want to hang out and have a beer with Vegeta. I wouldn't. He's still a jerk. Yeah, he he's not fun, right? Yeah, I mean, I'll give him this. He's got style. He had that dude, sweet he's pink got some polo. Swagger. He's you got know? that sweet pink polo. Yeah. He's got some swagger, dude. And he pulls off Bulma, which for a short guy. Yeah, that's huge. Bulma's, Bulma is like the babe. Yeah. You know, she's smart, pretty. Uh, then again, her taste in men has never been great because she was with Yamcha. Okay, but like Yamcha was cool in the beginning. You know, don't, you know, Yamcha, he, he, he got a bad rep later. Listen, those are your words, not mine. The words, <laughs> the words Yamcha. I'm saying I'm not gonna say it. I don't want that. You can't, out oh, you there. don't want that out there. I don't there? even want it out there. I want to be taken out of context. Oh man! Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I probably just got like a bunch of negative reviews. <laughs> no, you're just gonna be a meme now. Uh, Acevedo uh, thinks Yamcha is cool. No, <laughs> I mean he's not. Um, yeah. Gosh, I lo- I just love Ahsoka so much. Also, I think one of the coolest things about her is that she uses the white sabers. Yeah, like, and she uses two. Which is dual so wielding. Cool. <laughs> uh, which for a lot of people that don't know, so she has two white lightsabers. White lightsabers are red sabers that have been purified. Yeah. Um, where mo- so it depends. Sith would either use synthetic kyber crystals for the red mm-hmm. sabers to make them more powerful, or they would do this thing called making them essentially cry, which is like I believe you had to kill a Jedi. You did with a saber yeah. to turn it red. So there were only two ways to get them. Whereas if a Jedi is able to get a hold of a red one and, like, you know, de-arm a Sith, like, take it from them, they are able to then purify. Yeah. The, the, which, so, she, those were formerly red Sith. Very this cool. This is really cool. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, she fights against Darth Vader. Yeah. Which is really cool. It's also heartbreaking. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. That's her, that's her like, friend. Yeah. Her master, you know? He trained her. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's awesome. She's, like, the one character I would love to see in a live action. I, dude, I would lose my mind. Yeah, I would we, love to see her or Sabine show up in like the Mandalore. I think I think they'll show up in the Mandalore. Yeah, I really do. I really think we'll see both of them. Yeah, which well, would be amazing. If we don't see Sabine in Mandalore, my hope is uh, like there's rumors that they might do a pseudo sequel to Solo, not with Solo, but with like Kira and Darth Maul stuff. Oh, about wow. like the Syndicate. Like I would love to see a series that follows that story because she would fit perfectly into that. Because yeah, uh, Ahsoka is very tied to Darth Maul. Yeah, so definitely, we're gonna give it to Ahsoka Tano, right? I think so. We just spent like ten minutes talking about her. Uh, I, dude, <laughs> Vegeta's look, cool. Vegeta, I love Vegeta. Do you he's think he's the best Dragon Ball character? Because there's a lot of other really good ones. I mean, they're all. There are some really good ones. Even uh, Goku is an amazing character. There's Gohan. Gohan is amazing. There's Trunks. Trunks is also amazing. And, which is also future trunks. Trunks is trunks and future trunks. It's true, and he's like a you know the Which, poor future trunks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No one like go ten to lame. I was all and honestly, Frieza is a pretty good bad guy. Yeah, Frieza is a really good bad guy. Is and like, Frieza a guy or a woman? A guy. The the dub I thought it no. was a girl, too, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely a guy. It's always unsure. Uh, like like there's a lot to Frieza. I don't know. You yeah. know much about Frieza? Do you know much about Frieza? Oh, I know a lot. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I got... Look. Cool. Man, Vegeta's awesome. And if Vegeta didn't go up against Ahsoka Tano, I don't think Vegeta would have lost. I think Vegeta would have won out of the other two. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but, man, I can't wait for... Oh, we ha- okay, we had Bowser win. I just... I want more bad guys to win. 
yeah. just because I feel like I'm just worried about I'm worried about always siding with the good guys. But it's the problem is bad guys are so often poorly written. Like a lot, if you look at it, like the they're MCU, just like motivation just like, for the good guy. Yeah, it's like here's a plot device. To, oh, Thanos needs to show up on this. Oh, that. Oh, yep. Yeah, I totally agree. Thanos needs. I totally hopefully agree. he'll get pulled soon. Yeah, um, he's in there. All right, so that means we need to pull our final four characters. We definitely do. I, I can't believe Ahsoka's going on. That's really cool. That's awesome. That's really cool. Uh, sorry, Vegeta, but you got to go find seven more Dragon Balls. We got to resurrect Vegeta. <laughs> Come on, guys. We got to resurrect Vegeta. That's not very good. But I'm the Prince of the Saiyans. That, dude, that's really good. <laughs> Dang. Uh, well, it's time to pull the last round of Division One of season two here we go who we got all right all right first up we have dexter from dexter's laboratory Ooh, i know dude i love what dexter does this button do get out of my laboratory dt <laughs> who's dexter uh, going up against that's awesome i love dexter well dexter is gonna have to go against the one the only Michael from The Good Place. Oh, dang. Oh, that's tough. That's really tough. That's going to be a good matchup for sure. But then, uh, next round, we have... Ooh. Okay. Okay. We have Troy Bonds from Community. Ooh. It's a Troy Bonds. The, the air conditioning repair school will take you, Troy Bonds. I love the episode. The the like one where you see all different timelines. Oh, that's so funny. It's so good. Yeah, that's It's so Groundhog's episode. Day. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so good. timeline, yeah. Um, man, yeah, that's actually such an iconic phrase. I use it, like, people use that all the time, darkest timeline. They do. Yeah. That's crazy. Which, there's no way we're living in the darkest timeline, we're living in a year where we're getting the, the we're getting Game of Thrones finale, we're getting Detective Avengers, Pikachu. we're getting Detective Pikachu, we're getting Star, Star Wars, Wars 9. Yeah. Like, come on, can't be the darkest timeline. Yeah. Uh, and the final character, he's going against... Static shock. Oh, dang. You know, Thor may not have been able to win, but we got another electric man coming in here. Yeah, I know. And if, if I know anything about static shock, it's going to put a shock to our system. So Yes, he will. Hope, hope your uh, your podcast devices don't get electrocuted. Don't get... Don't... Ah, I forgot. Well, don't have a power surge. There yeah, it is. Yeah, there we go. There we go. There, oh, man, I'm just like... I am running out of fumes. <laughs> Christian Hume, running out of fumes. We gotta, we gotta recharge, Matt. We do. We really, really do. That was good. Thank you. That was actually good. <laughs> uh, so, speaking of which, we are running low on battery here. I am at Christian underscore Humes. We are at UFC Pod. Matt, where are you? I am at the Matt Acevedo. And come, come, let us know if we got it right, we got it wrong. We'd love to hear your feedback. Check uh, out our Patreon. Check it out. There's some content that's for Patreon people. And if you are a Patreon listener, although we're about to say goodbye, you know, you can go on the Patreon and listen to our post show, which goes on for quite a few minutes where we are going to rambly ramble. Woo! Until next time, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week for Division 1, Round 4 of Season 2. See you next time. Kakarot!